You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Welcome to Figuring It Out, the podcast. Figuring it out the podcast. I am Dukes and this is Figuring Out the Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If it's your first time tuning in, thank you for tuning back in. If you're an avid listener and fellow uh, like love supporter, thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for coming back. I am Dukes and this is Figuring Out the Podcast. I am Dukes. This is Figuring Out the Podcast and I have guests today. I have somebody that's been here before and somebody who I've been trying to get on the motherfucking show since I started the fucking show. So, first, my returning guest, Chef Rail. He was on the Chef episode. Say hello to the people. Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? And I have Portia. Chef Portia. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Say hi That's to the people. Girl's getaway name. What's the point of having a fake name if you tell people it's fake, Portia? You don't know what to do. <laughs> she don't know how to use but, a fake you know, name. Well, I'm not ever call calling it. her newbie. Anyway, we'll newbie is her stripper name slash Pornhub account name. If you guys want to look her up, but um, yes. So I had to her. I had like I'm kind of like rushing to get this episode out because we're chefs, we're, we're cooks, and I have literally one of my guests in the kitchen right now, and so I'm trying to get him on and, you know, get this in, and so I just got off work, like, I'm recording this uh, via video call, and I ain't got no shirt on, because I looked up the kitchen, and I was hot as hell, and, <laughs> and that's what inspired this episode, I'm trying to figure out this kitchen shit, like, where am I going wrong, like, so, I started a new job recently, and I'm trying to figure out, is it me or is it them? I've already recorded an episode about Chef Life, and at that time, I was I was out of the kitchen, kind of. I had one foot in and one foot out, and uh, but now I got two feet in or whatever, <laughs> and then I just recorded an episode about my attitude, and that was, that was stemmed from, from being fired from a job, because I had a bad attitude, and today i got a new job not today i got a new job but recently i got a new job but today i was at work and i'm just like so irritated and i'm trying to figure out is it me or is it them because am i taking this chef shit too hard like to, to heart or is motherfuckers just dumb like do i really fuck with this shit and niggas is playing or is it me or is it them like i work with a man i ain't gonna say his name i told totally about to say this nigga name but i work with a man who's supposed to be my trainer he's supposed to be training me or whatever but i feel like I, I'm not saying I know more than this nigga, but I be knowing more than this nigga. <laughs> and he probably be trying to be like he be doing hella dumb shit. Like there's an executive chef, he's in charge of everything, and there's people under him. You know how it works. I'm a line cook. I'm like, like I ain't gonna hit the bottom because I ain't no dishwasher or whatever. But shout out to the dishwashers, but <laughs> I ain't one of them. But I ain't you know I ain't the executive, I ain't the sous, I ain't no supervisor. And they got this nigga training me and. I'm trying to be calm, so I'm cause I don't want to lose my job. It's an easy ass, cake ass job. It's Monday through Friday, no weekends, no holidays. I get paid decent. I got good benefits, so I'm trying to be good at this bitch. Okay, 
I'm trying to be nice. We know you in the culinary industry. You got to work holidays. You got to work nights. You got to do banquets. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to do none of that, nigga. Like, <laughs> I, I'm in there and out of that bitch. So I'm trying to be good. You know what I'm saying? This nigga, um, he training me and doing dumb shit. And he don't want to listen to nothing I say. And like, like, I just don't, I just, I just don't understand. Have y'all ever had to, uh, Chef Rail, what's, what's your status right now? Chef Rail actually used to be, we all went to culinary school together. Well, not at the same time, but we were all there, like, you know, around the same time. We all went to the same culinary school, yeah. and now we're all, you know, doing shit in the industry. Rail, what's your position right now? I am the executive sous chef at Del Mar Detroit, uh, okay. Valentine Detroit. Okay, okay, executive sous. Bye. Portia, what's your position right now? Right now, I am head chef for Alpha Gamma Delta Sorority. Okay, okay. Everybody, accolades. Now, me, look, now, like I said, I'm a line cook, but I ain't mad because I like my position. I'm trying to chill on that shit, okay? At one point, I was like, why am I not elevating in my career? I'm elevating, but I'm, I'm, they're giving me, like, I have a lot of jobs. I be getting fired, be quitting and shit, and I move around a lot. And it's like, I'm not moving up. I'm just moving around. They'll give me the responsibility, but not the title. And it's like, is it me? Am I, am I tripping? I go into them. I go into the job as I'm, I'm the executive chef. I walk in that bitch. I'm the boss. So I act like I'm the boss. I mean, I, I don't have, you're not paying me boss money. You're not giving me the boss title, but I'm not going to go in here and act like a dishwasher. I'm not going to go in here and act like a line cook. You're not going to tell, like, I'm not going to sit around and just look around. I'm going to go in that bitch and show y'all, like. You're, edu- you're educated. Yeah. Being educated means that you're more difficult to work with at times because you actually have a standard. You yep. know what your worth is. You know how it's supposed to be. It's like a sweatshop versus an actual job in, in America. You know what I mean? Like in a first world sweatshop, you can sit there and you can kill cashews and you can get paid, you know, by the bunch, by the pounds of honey cashews and they don't want to give you gloves. They don't give you a safe environment. They don't give you breaks. You work for 13, 12 hours a day, as many hours as you can. And, and like that's the that's the requirement because you need to work. Whereas in America, we like to think that we're first world. We like to think that we care about people and we want to give people actually a good environment and a culture at work where they care and have integrity so that they get that back to the people that they're buying from. You would think so. I mean, you said, you said in America, that's how we like to do it. But, you know, like I said, we all work in America and that's not how it be. Like I said, exactly. <laughs> I go in there and I'm used exactly. to, I'm used to a standard. I'm used to, especially I'm in a corporate I'm in a corporate kitchen. I'm in a corporate. I work for a big company. So they have plenty of kitchens. And they, they have lots of uh, uh, standard operating procedures. You know, they have books and, and rules about everything. And this man in here, like, cut this up. And I'm like, okay, where's my cut glove? And he's like, ah, a cut glove. Ha! I'm like, this the rules, nigga. Why is you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't need a cut glove. I've been working in this industry for years. And I don't need a cut glove. But it's the fucking rules. Don't laugh at me because I say I need a cut glove. It's the fucking rules. And then here called the executive chef walk right around the corner and said, you don't have a cut glove on? And I'm like, this person you got training me said, ha, cut glove. Like, what the fuck? Like, so what do y'all... Okay, so in, y'all, 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 you know, executives and et cetera, when you climbed your ladder, how was that like? How do you? How did you? How did you go from I'm the line cook and you telling me what to do to now I'm climbing and I'm telling other people what to do without getting that that 
back, push back, push back. That's the word. When I first got promoted to sous chef, um, it was a lot of hostility between me and the other line cooks because they felt like they deserved it, even though they didn't, because they didn't put in the work. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I started to climb the corporate ladder, it was easier for me to just start as a manager than trying to be promoted up because you get that uncomfortableness and mm-hmm. and um, yeah, people don't want to see you grow. Yeah. That's what I would say. I mean, I, you know, after you you already put in your time, you got your experience and things like that. You already know you've been at a restaurant for you know, let's say hypothetically two years. You've probably learned as much as you can learn from that spot anyway. So take what that knowledge and experience that you learn from there and elevate yourself at the next job. I wouldn't say stay at that same dead end job, whether it is if or is not. But if it's not taking you where you want to go. Take your experience and go elsewhere. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying I get what you mean. I get what you mean. A, a quick story: Chef Rail and I worked at KFC at the same time, and it was just KFC in my brain. It was just KFC. And this nigga was in here talking about some. Can I get a blah blah blah? Can I get a her? And everybody was like, "Boy, it's KFC." But now I definitely get it because I'm definitely like that. Like I, I'm not going working at no KFC, coming from being a line cook to a KFC. But I feel like I feel that, and I definitely go into jobs like, can I get a herd? Can I get a da da da? Like because that's what we put, that's what the fuck I want, and that's what I expect, and that's how you get shit done. Like I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but ain't nothing wrong with KFC. And nothing wrong. That shit was fun as hell, and we didn't have no choice. You started towards the bottom. Now, if you were to go and work at KFC, you would be a manager. You would be a store manager, a district manager, and things like that. So, again, it's taking what you learn yes. and apply somewhere else. Yeah. Yes, and that's why I said at the time when I was just in culinary school and we was just in there, you know, handing out buckets of chicken and I was like, boy, if you don't stop. But <laughs> but now I'm the same like I'm 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 the same way. I'm like, can I I need sandy buckets, I need cut gloves, I need this, I need that. Can I get her? I'm saying her, I'm saying this. And niggas or people who are, you know, supposed to be in charge are looking at me like sit down somewhere and I'm like why am I getting this pushback why am I getting this pushback why am I getting this pushback you know what when I first started here too I've been here let's say about three months now when I first started and I sat down with the owners general manager and things like that and they was going over my contract and things like that I told them not to tell anybody I was a manager Let, let, let me come in and somewhat prove myself and show them what I'm about before I just come in barking orders and things like that. So at least the first two, maybe three weeks I was here, everybody thought I was just a line cook, even though I was kind of delegating and doing things now. But now that I got my foot in the door and I'm, I'm established, everybody listened to me. I've literally cleaned up this whole restaurant from top to bottom and, and, and done things, other things uh, people didn't want to do. So now I'm at the point where I'm like, hey, can I get you to do this? They look at me like, yeah, I got you. I got you. Because they know I'm, I'm also a worker, not just management, too. So, like, that plays a, a huge role. Like, just because you're a leader don't mean you're not a worker anymore. You will always be a worker. Amen. But to lead by example. And mm-hmm. a lot of chefs now are not leading by example. It's do as I say, not as I do. Absolutely. You know, they tell you to get off your phone and stop texting. But on the flip side, they over here. You know, doing the same thing. So yeah, 
that, that's how I got uh, more respect and command from my staff and things like that. Just, just being a leader by example. All right, give me one. Second. So yeah, but um, so as you can hear, Portia is a girl. I'm a girl. I identify as a girl. It's Pride. It's Pride Month. I gotta say it right. I identify as a female. No, I'm saying I'm a girl. Uh, <laughs> we we women, but Rail is a male, and this. You know, it's a male-dominated industry. When I go into these kitchens, I don't give a fuck if you a nigga or a man. I'm sorry if you're a male, white or black or whatever. If you're a man, I'm going to speak how I speak. And that doesn't go over well with men. Portia, you how, how do you, you got any experience with that? Like, how do you feel about that? Like, they, they do tend to rebel. They do tend to act like they... Like it's a bitter juice to swallow, like it's some apple cider vinegar, no. and it's not with some honey in it or anything. It's just bitter and nasty. And <laughs> like you're a female, how dare you come in here? Yeah, because it's like you feel like they're like you feel like you have to assert your dominance. Absolutely. But as a man, he gets to just be a man and use the little bit of face. Like, excuse me, right. and that's okay. But as a woman, it's like, ah. Uh, why she? Why she being aggressive? Like she's being aggressive. And it's like no. Like I like I'm straightforward and I'm blunt. And yeah. sometimes that's to my greatness and to my fault. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I think in, in times because of how I I am, it helps me in the kitchen because I cannot be as I'm not emotional in the kitchen. Like if mm. you ask me to do something, if it's for the greater good of the team, we gonna get it done. Because being a chef is a team sport. You no one is. You can't just do it by yourself. You mm-hmm. need your dishwasher to give you clean plates. You need your teammates to help you set, you know, prep and set you up. Mm-hmm. You need servers to sell the food so you can even cook the food. Mm-hmm. You need people. So it really is a team sport and you need everybody to work together. So no man is greater, no man is lower. We all equals up in here. There's just someone leading the team. And that's really how I look at it. Yeah. I, 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 I get into it with, with all the men of all the levels in the kitchen. Because, like, especially the dishwashers, it'd be me, me versus dishwashers at every job. But then they be, they be fucking with me. They be loving me, but they be like, don't tell me what to do. Bitch, wash the dish. Wash the dish. I'm like, I need these. Uh, from knowing you, your delivery is a little off. I'm so tired of hearing that, bro. I'm so tired of hearing that. I'm really, really, really. If you, if y'all listen to the show, if you've really been listening to the show, you know I literally talk about this as much as I can. I don't know how else to say. I need plates on the fly. I need this ASAP. I need this. I need that. What am I? It's a kitchen, bro. It's a kitchen. It's a kitchen. What do you say? You have to bring your own skin because if if people are calling you a excuse my French a bitch or whatever like that or whatever, own it. Right, but niggas love dishwashers, line cooks. They love you when you when you being all friendly. They love you when you being all friendly. They love you when you hey dudes that are can you make me some food? Well, well, yeah, but when I'm talking about work, like it's time to work, and I'm talking and I'm talking about work. Oh, I, oh, 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 I'm I got an attitude. I'm being me. We at work now. I want to shout out to my best friend, Chef Shay. She was on the last Chef episode, and I wanted her to get in on this, but she was busy right now. She, when she's in the kitchen, everybody fucking loves her. Everybody loves her. And she be like, and she be trying to put her bass in her voice like, okay, team, I need you to do that. They be like, yeah, chef. And I'm like, bitch, I just said the same thing. Like, I just said the same motherfucking 
different Niggas be like, she, when we were at our last job, Sharonda, Chef Shea was the exec, was the sous, the sous chef. And I was the line cook, so she was my superior. And I'll be like, okay, I see XYZ needs to be prepped. So I'll be like, can you, I would literally tell her, tell X, tell such and such, we need this and this prepped. Because if I say it, they're not going to listen to me. So, um, such and such, I need you to do da 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 and get off your phone. I'm like, hey, you see the dishwasher on his phone over there and he not doing, I need dishes. Hey, I need you to get off your phone and then, oh, 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 all right, all right. I literally just said the same thing. Oh, because I don't have that title or because I didn't smile first. Like, do what the fuck I said. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, you, like, you have to remember, like, your respect is earned. And you, like, because you're, because you are right about what you are saying doesn't mean they respect you for saying what you were saying. You can be absolutely correct and you can be right. But I also learned the hard way that, like, because I'm correct and because I'm invested with the environment that these people allow to do, that they're allowed to do business, that doesn't mean that I can come in there and have, like, this is wrong because it's insulting to people. Absolutely. And people take it as an insult. I get they take that. it as you're calling them stupid or you're telling them that they don't know what to do, but they've been doing this for a very long time. I get that. And so, also, like, it's, it's your foundation how you set everything up. If you come in as this, oh, hi, I got you, I got you, I got you. Now when shit go wrong, now it's, hey, what the fuck? You, you look kind of fake, even though you just... Stand up for your beliefs and you know what's going on. But if you straight up come in, this is how I want shit from the beginning. There's there's not that backlash at the end. People fall in line, they get it. Yeah. So like I said, I just started this new job and this man. We like I'm trying to be. I'm literally trying to like do a whole nother personality at this job, and it's so hard. I be really like battling with myself. Like you know, this is wrong, Dukes. Fix it. Like I really be. This man don't like. We have uh, the the rechain with the wells, like you know how it's sometimes they used as a salad bar area or like a burger setup area, and the way the kitchen is like set up is kind of just backwards. And um, we have a a, a fried chicken br- a sandwich, and so he wants his breading station on the top where it would usually be like burger setup stuff, but we're not using it for anything else. So I'm like, okay, but there's other things under it. So I'm like, this area has to literally only be for chicken. But no, is, is he listening to me? Absolutely not. And so, you know, the wells, you put the, the six pans or however many pans in there. And the idea for that well is to keep all your cold air in, right? He wants to use third pans. But we only have a, bur- a, a, a breading station. You got the chicken in there. You got your buttermilk. You got your, your flour. And then we have no other use for all the space. So I fill it with larger pans i use half pans so that the space gets filled he literally takes the everything out literally right after i fill it and puts it back in third pans and so we have all this space there's cold air coming up and so the 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 area won't stay cold and i'm like and i said the other day i said i I changed it that's the way it gotta be done. I changed it, and I said, st- st- "We literally, I'll change it. I'll turn around, and I see him changing it again." And then the dishwashers are getting mad. We just bringing back dishes all day. And so I said, "Why are you changing that?" This is my tone. I said, well, "Why do you change that like that?" And he said, "Because I wanna." I'm trying. He said, "I'm trying to keep this area cold." And I said, "Well, you're supposed to fill up the space so that it stays cold, even though they're empty pans. Like it'll still it'll stay colder if you fill up the space with larger pans." He said, "Nah, nah, nah, nah." 
I said, okay. Like, I, I can't go back and forth anymore. And, and say, okay, let that shit be his problem and keep it moving. But it's not his problem when the executive chef walks around the fucking corner and says, fill up the space. And I just filled it up, sir. And, like, and that's, and that's me. Chef told me this. You go talk to him and you walk away. You literally gotta sometimes just wash your hands with shit because it's out of your control. That shit's out of your control. Don't waste no energy, no breath, no time, nothing on it. Oh, chef, keeping wrong, right, or whatever. I gotta do that shit sometimes too. Chef wanted this way. My general manager wants it this way. My owner wants it that way. Well, my owner is a boss of all of us. So how how he wants it is the way it's gonna go. I'm over here. I was prepping something and we we had to do burgers or something. You know, we we, we weigh out, we, we do burgers. We got a big ass tub of meat and we have to portion them out a certain amount of ounces. I was doing that and I stopped to do that because we had to do something else. And I had uh, the person that's training me, he went and put the burgers away. And if anybody's been listening, my end goal for my career is health inspector. Anybody else listening, we are culinarians. Chefs, we know Cersei. We know the order of how a walk-in is supposed to be. Where the fuck does your meat go? On the bottom. This motherfucker put the meat in the middle. <laughs> and executive chef, because I was portioning out the meat, but I had him put it away. So he walked right up to me. He was like, well, do we need to have a training? Because your hamburgers were in the middle <laughs> above your ready-to-eat food. And I said, I didn't do that. He said, you didn't do it? You didn't You didn't put this meat in there? And I was like, I didn't do that, but okay, I'll put it away in the correct spot. But I don't want you thinking, I'm done. I didn't do that shit. So maybe you need to, like he said, I prepped it, but I gave it to such and such to put up. I know my order operations. You might need to go talk to his ass. Keep it moving. I'm trying to be nice. I'm just in there smiling. Not. The beginning, you said you you keep your emotions and things out of it. But by you trying to be nice, you're protecting someone else's emotions. You're playing it. No, fuck that. To an extent, be cold hearted. Hey, no, I didn't fucking do that. He did it. That's over there. I'm over here. When I started working, when I uh, was a general manager at uh, Metropolitan Airport, I was uh, the GM at um, Max and Irma's, I had to realize certain shit was just out of my control. So, there y'all go. Bye. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep my job. This is an easy ass job. It's good. It's good for a mother. I get to get off, do other fun things with my kids. Head down. But this person. Your job, head down and work. You look up six months a year and pass already. Like damn. Yeah, and then if I look up six months to a year and I'm still a fucking line cook and this nigga is getting promoted and promoted and promoted, I'm gonna get fucking mad. And that's how I keep quitting jobs and leaving jobs because you, because either a, either a, I don't, I get the responsibility and not the pay and not the title, or b, they think I'm fucking dumb and I get nothing. I need to show you motherfuckers I'm not dumb and I need that money and I need that title. The like, only, only job I've been promoted. Well, I, I can't say that. It took me almost two years to get promoted when I was in Ferndale. At uh, public house. I love how he's name dropping all these places. You see, you see, like all these places. Uh, okay. Check his resume, y'all. It's basically uh, what he's saying. <laughs> I, 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 
But I'm not, uh, other, than that, other than that, you can't expect to be okay. You can expect your raises and whatnot within six months, a year, or whatever. But a major promotion or something not, like that—that's that's years out. I'm not talking about and that. Well, I do have that problem with. I do have that problem because I don't like to say put. I don't like, but that's like a culinary thing. Like not a lot of us do say put. And but I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about getting a major promotion in fast. I'm talking about when I come in and you're giving me responsibility. Like you know how you be at somewhere and you know what you're doing. So they're like, go ask, go ask Rail, go ask, go ask Portia, go ask Dudes. They know what they're doing. Don't have nobody. Don't have me training nobody and you not paying me to train this person. Don't have me giving them all my knowledge for free. Like. You know what I'm saying? So that's where you establish boundaries. You tell them, if I'm not getting paid to train, if I'm not a manager, then that's not my responsibility. We allow them to take advantage of us because we think that it's acceptable. But you can sit there and say, like, I don't get paid to train him. Like, that's not my job. Your job is to, when you hire someone, your job is to provide training for them. You can't just make a staff member say, hey, you're going to train him if that's not a part of their title. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what you paid me thirteen fifty for. Like I'm sorry. Like you can make me feel like, hey, would you mind training so and so? Like they're gonna come in and they're gonna help you. So I want you to train them so they know how to help you. That's the mind fuck that they try to do. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you can sit there. You know what, Jamie? Uh, a really good job of having boundaries. Yeah, but then see, you know, like 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 Rail said, it's the tone, it's the delivery. I don't be saying that ain't my much of my ain't my job. Fuck y'all. I don't do that. I be like, um, am I a manager? I don't say it like that either. But, here, but. but here's what I mean from that: having a normal conversation with you. We are not how you are. No offense. You little loud. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> now, now you go into the chef like, hey, <laughs> you're being condescending. You're being a smart ass. Oh my god. That's, even if you're not. That's how they're gonna take it. But always be yourself. No one can ever be like, "Oh, real acting fake." No, this is who I am, one hundred percent of the day. So sometimes uh, you just have to own it. You gotta say, "You know what? I'm gonna let you write a write up. People won't like me, but you will respect me for the work that I do and for what I put in when I'm at work." All and right. I, that was- uh, yeah, we were just talking about how. Rail took us on a, a quick tour of his kitchen and looks immaculate. Good job. Okay, you look cute, manager, whatever. You're great. Who cares? Listen. So, and Portia was saying how she, uh, Rail said also like he's he's being hired as management or a sous you know, a higher level position, but more than just a line cook. And I'm not not that I'm not going out for those jobs, but also I'm tired. Like I've I don't know how how long have you been cooking? How long have you been working in this industry? Ooh, I've been in the industry since 2007. That's like 15 years. What about you? 2011. That's like when I actually like started like serving and like working with food. Like now I always cook. Even in high school, I made dinner every night in my family, like throughout high school. So I've been cooking, but like when you talk about being in a professional for real, for real environment, like that was yeah. when I moved back after I broke my ankle. We didn't ask you all that. Anyway, <laughs> but so. But you know, apples, okay? I, I feel you on that. For a while, like, you know, you, you've been a part of not so good restaurants, financially not doing good, whatever. Tired. So I, have, I had a breaking right. point. Like, I, I was just out of the culinary field for over a year. Yeah. I was at the Marriott 
I was at the Marriott or whatever, like still kind of doing some culinary stuff, but I totally mm-hmm. got out of it. Yeah. You know, uh, calmed my stress level down, figured out where I need to improve and things like that. And then this fell into my lap. I wasn't even necessarily looking for it, but people who know what I've done and know my experience, what I can bring to the table, they reached out to me. Yeah. So- now, with that being said, I was out. To pull me back in, you got to pay me. The industry does that to you. You set your rules and everything from the start. Like, I want 40K. <laughs> I, want, I want benefits. I want, you know, some holidays off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me what you want, or give me what I want, or I'm out. Yeah, the con- the industry does that to you. It pulls you back in. Like I was also when I when we did the the first original uh, Chef Life episode, I was like I said, one foot in, one foot out. I would do a, uh, I had a part time job as a server, and because I was I was in front of the house. If you anybody know the culinary industry, it's front of the house versus back of the house all day. Gang, gang, like okay, like Bloods versus Crip, like. <laughs> but I was like uh, in the front of the house now. I was still going back to the kitchen, you know, doing stuff, and I was like, okay, maybe I need to get back in this. But um, and so I ended up back in it. But but um, I did get my job that I wanted. I was a manager, final fucking lead, and I had people under me, like on paper. I was a manager. You know, always been, you know, Dukes know how to do it. She's in charge. But, you know, person in charge, leave the room, leave the building. I'm in charge. But I wasn't on paper in charge. I just knew the fuck I was doing. But this time I had got this job. I was I was the manager of this area. I was in charge. And I had motherfuckers under me. Now, again, you guys who've been listening, I'm in Georgia. I'm in the South. I'm in the, in the in, you know, Southern, what do you call it? Southern hospitality out here in Georgia. Life is motherfucking different. Life is so different. Rail is in Detroit. Motherfucking Porsche in goddamn Iceland. Where you at? <laughs> uh, it's North Dakota? North Dakota. So it's a, it's a whole nother world. I'm from Michigan. Y'all know this Detroit is different network. So y'all know I'm from Michigan. It's a whole nother world. I come out here. You got to talk to motherfuckers totally different out here. And I was like, wow, my life is going to totally. Like, how am I going to do this? I am from Michigan. I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Detroit. How am I gonna do this? And it was so hard because you gotta put sugar on your shit out here. You gotta be sweet as fucking sweet tea out here. And I'm not like that. And it was so hard. It was so hard. Like I'm just saying regular shit, and they're like, "Ooh, you got attitude." If you don't walk in, that bitch and say good morning. They're like, "Ooh, what's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Ah, nothing wrong with me. I just got here." And so I had one girl named Shaquita. I don't give a fuck. I say her whole name because first of all, her name is Shaquita, and. <laughs> And she could not handle me being in charge. She did not want to listen to anything I said. And I was like, I am not about to lose my motherfucking job for you. Like, I would tell her to do something, and she would literally be like, no. Such such didn't tell me to do it. Like, the person, the manager in charge didn't tell me to do it. The white man didn't tell her to do it. And so she was not fucking with me. Like, nothing I said was going through. Like, I told her to take her temperatures of her area. Take the temperatures in your area. She was like, mm, um, so her refrigerator was broke in her area, and so she felt like she didn't need to take the temperature of the refrigerator in the area, and I was trying to explain to her, you have to still take the temperature, but on your temp log, you write, out of order. That's all you have to do. But I was trying to explain it, and it was not, just wasn't, she was like, not fucking with it. And my, the manager was coming to me like, why are the temperature's not taken? And I'm like, well, I told her to do it, and she didn't do it, and I'm not about to argue with this bitch, she grown as fuck. And like, how can fuck? I take the temperature myself, and he was just, he was like, so he just felt like that meant I couldn't be a leader. And it's like, what the fuck do I? I can't win out this bitch. Like <laughs> I cannot win. Like 
I, I don't know. Is, is this not for me? Am I not supposed to be in charge of people? Like, because I'll fire a motherfucker quick. They, I do the shit myself. You just have to figure out. Like, I think Rel made a really good point about like not coming in as the boss, but like starting on the ground level. But like also, like I've been you. And, like, I worked at a place, I'll say the name, Miss White's Golden Rule. Like, I worked there, and I came with, like, a rule in a china shop. That was fucking dirty. And I was like, you guys need to clean this. Like, you need to, I made the guy go to the, like, the restaurant supply store. I made him buy mats. I made him spend, like, $1,200 that day. Just, right. Like, I was like, this is filthy. I was like, you need to fix this. You guys need labels and dates. You need cameras. You need all of this. And although I was correct and I was right, my delivery left something to be desired. Even though I was passionate, even though I was telling the staff, like, don't you guys want your grandmother's restaurant to be something, like, to be remembered? Like, this is a great establishment. But, like, they didn't have the pride in it. And I was really upset. And I was like, this is how you're supposed to do things. Like, you guys need to wash the candle in the fridge. I'll just be grabbing chicken and fish and pork chops and... Ew, and then like, it was just nasty, you know. They dropped some green, uh, some green onions. Janie said these green onions were oh, they had fallen on the floor, and the floor was dirty. And Janie was like, she threw them in the trash, and the, the guy, the dad, was like, no, he like he took them in the trash. So I was like, oh, yeah, just no. what are you doing? And she was like, well, this is disgusting. She's like, I can't serve this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I won't, I won't use this. But like, you know that wasn't the right like we just need to sometimes you have to just leave that environment mm. sometimes you have to find an environment where you can thrive but also that suits you really well just That's like a plant has to grow in a certain type of environment you have to grow in a certain type of environment you better preach and sometimes you have to find where you're going to grow best and if they don't have standards and cleanliness then you know what let me leave if they don't have if they don't take you know you know the kitchen system, the, you know, the herd, the respect for people's food. Like, if someone's Muslim, you don't give them pork. Like, making sure you know what is in the food so that way you're not making people sick. Like, taking that honor and pride in what you do. Like, I don't want people to feel like, you know, when you're cooking and you're angry, you're going to mess up someone's food because you send a steak back. Like, having the integrity to, like, fix the problem without, you know, creating another one. Like, you know, when you see the movie Waiting. Yeah. Like that's you know, <laughs> waiting. Wow, all about waiting. Because people don't have integrity, and like that's what you have in a lot of kitchens. It's like waiting. It's dirty. It's nasty. Like people have no pride. They don't take. They don't want to give people a wonderful food experience. Like I remember my mom telling me how she would like. They only went out for special occasions. Like not everybody has money to go out all the time. So when someone goes out, I want to give them an experience. Yeah. I want you to enjoy spending your money with me. I want you to say, I want to come back on my after church on Sunday or on my anniversary or just because I had a good day at work because I had a bad day at work. I want you to come see me because I deliver quality and consistency. And I give you a, a, a great feeling when you come to see me when you eat at my restaurant. Yeah, this, that's what I want. This man that that's so, training know, me, he has just no regard for just anything in general, and he always talking about how he's in the military, and he's always talking about how he's from Louisiana, and this how this how we do it in Louisiana. This is how we do it in the military. This is how we do it in Louisiana. 
you young folks don't know nothing. And I'm like, what the fuck? Bitch, that has nothing to do with food. He said, how long you been How long you been cooking? I said, about 20 years. And he was like, I've been cooking longer than you. And I was like, sir, that doesn't count. You're fucking old. Like, <laughs> that doesn't matter. Like, I was like, laws have changed. People's diet has changed. Like, like. No, like. You know, surf safe. When I first took my surf safe test, this uh, food danger zone was forty to one forty or some shit like that, and I was thirty nine to one forty one. Therefore, laws have changed. You gotta do the shit different. You can't do shit the way you used to do it back in the motherfucking day because shit changed. We got impossible burgers on the menu now, and this man does not give a fuck. He put the impossible burgers right next to the regular burgers and used one spatula. And I'm like, sir, they wouldn't order an impossible burger if they wanted beef juice all over Why would you they use that just, one spatula? They don't care about what they're doing. They're like, they just are like, it's all, ooh, those are dumb. <laughs> like, I'm like, who's doing these? I don't right? <laughs> they didn't lose it. <laughs> When we do breakfast, we have impossible breakfast sausage and we have pork everything. And people come in and they say, Um, can I do you have any non-pork items? And you like, we got this, we got this tree sausage, and I'll be like, Don't call it tree sausage. That's fucking rude. Like <laughs> and he uses the same tongs and I like try to separate the the plant-based food from the regular meat and he will use the tongs and switch them up and I'm like sir and I will literally I will I don't even say anything anymore I just take the tongs back to the dish tank and get new tongs and he will keep switching them up and I'm like sir like why are we doing this he's not keeping the food hot I'm like you killed it they don't realize that they're being dis- I don't In blood, bitch, because uh, <laughs> you we ain't care because we hate to care. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who are that nowadays that because the minimum wage has gone up, like they can't afford to pay people who actually like go to school because like be in the kitchen. So you have a lot of people who are not actual foodies. They're just people who like this is a job. I'm a criminal. I just got out of jail. <laughs> Like, I've met other tweakers or druggies. Because they make the best kitchen staff. <laughs> if you ain't got a couple tweakers on your staff. They quit the good for like, like, like a month to two months. And then, they, then they're like, oh, I, got, I made too much money. And now I'm off the deep end. And Once the tweaker get their money up, they be out. <laughs> Once the tweaker get their money up, they quit. They got that. They got enough money for their kids. They clean so good. They clean so well. If you ain't got a, if you ain't got an alcoholic or a, or a drug addict on your staff, your kitchen ain't running right. You got to get a Hispanic person. Shout out to them. Shout out to them because they be doing their thing in the kitchen. I if I had work in the kitchen without a Hispanic person, I'd be like, mm mm, something ain't right. Like. <laughs> Just the food ain't gonna come out right. You know what's crazy is my kitchen now is like I'm I'm like the head chef, but I am the only cook. I am the everything except for like I have a part time dishwasher. So like, but even that person is not Hispanic. So it's just really me. And it was a white lady, 
And so it just was like, she was older than me, and she didn't like mopping the floor every day because she said I hurt her back. You know what I'm saying? Like, Get her out of there. I'm just playing. <laughs> you know, I like privilege, honey. You know, like, people don't know. Mm, like, you know. But you are in North Dakota, so hey. Exactly. You got to work with, you gotta work with what you got to work with. You, um... Uh, I got a uh, this the man the train he just he just really grinds my gears and then ugh, I don't know how am I supposed to deal with this man like <laughs> I don't know what to do I don't know you just need to, just need to t- like you really need to like talk to the chef sometimes talking to a no. chef <laughs> no he tells me because he tells me he he doesn't want to like I don't think he want to talk to me but he goes through. The man that's training me, cause he's above me, and so I go to the person that's, that's the training me, and then he go to the chef, or and then the chef goes talk to him, then he talks to me. It's like telephone, and I'm like, no, it's not working for me. And I go to the chef, I ask him for a steam lid. You know how when you're doing a burger or whatever, you want to melt your cheese fast, yeah. you put the lid on it. I said, chef, can you order me a steam lid? He's like, no. And I was like, why? <laughs> and then he looked at the at the flat top and was like, oh, I guess maybe sure. I said, like, why are you saying no to me? You're just saying no to me just because at this point. Like, you, he says no to me about everything. I asked him for a, I asked him for a weight, you know, a steak weight. He said, he said, because he wants his burgers pressed. I said, can I get a burger press or can I get a steak weight? He said, no. I was like, well, sir, I'm not about to, and I was like, I'm not about to, uh, hurt myself to make this food for you i need the product you know and he was like and he bought me one he bought me the wrong one but he eventually bought me one i'm still waiting on the steam plate so a steam lid but i'm like you, you what the fuck is the problem who who's the problem i think it's i think it's the way that you interact with the other guy like i don't think the other guy necessarily likes you so he talks to the chef probably about oh you no no that motherfucker to- loves me because i be like y'all said don't be fake but i be real fake with that motherfucker until he gets on my nerves because we've got to be there for like eight to ten hours so i be being nice and he fuck with me a little bit but he he's very uh, i don't know he want he like one of them drunk uncles at the barbecue you know what I'm saying? I fuck with him. But, like, on a culinary level, no. Like, as a person, sure, you're all right. You who cool. Welcome, drunk uncle. I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? So, you can stand him as a person, but you can't stand him, like, like yeah. a skill. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Working together, it's like, you can't, you can't touch my food, but I fuck with you. Like, <laughs> you're a cool guy, but don't touch the food. Don't touch the food. Don't talk to the customers. Stay out of my way. But yes, so I'm about to wrap it up soon. What do, advice do you, as far as me advancing? What do you, what what do you have for me? What can I take from this? I'm trying to figure figure some shit out. As far as me advancing, stick with. I'm trying to stick with this motherfucker job. I ain't gonna quit. They gonna kick me out. This bitch. They gonna kick me out. But I'm gonna try not to get kicked out. <laughs> so I gave that advice to myself. Try not to get kicked out. But as far as me advancing, because I know they're gonna give me, they're gonna give me a responsibility. They already told me that I need, I'm gonna start running the area by myself without the guy that um is training me. I'm gonna start running that area by myself. Why within the next week or so? So clearly they know I got this already. They they see it in me that they can leave me alone. So I know that I'm gonna be advancing technically. But not with that title. What what do you have for me? How am I gonna get the title, bro? How am I gonna get the ring? I'm trying to get married. I'm just saying, technically to the job, you know. Not you have to apply for the job you want. Make a resume that reflects the job that you're looking to get. 
Mm-hmm. That's really like, if you want to be executive chef, if you walk in as executive, like, then go ahead and apply for an executive chef. Stop, stop waiting for someone to tell you that you are ready to be moved up and go, you tell them, hi, I am your executive chef, pay me my money. In cash. Nice. You know what I'm <laughs> Whatever time you want to work for, or, you know, work up under, you know, executive chef, sous chef, whatever it is within the company that you're working for now, find a person who's already doing that job. I just told you that nigga don't know what he's doing. <laughs> so, so again, shadow him. Figure out what he's doing right, what he's what he's doing wrong. It's gonna come a day where he's gonna need a day off. He's gonna have some vacation time, whatever. They're gonna need somebody to fill in that position. That's your moment to shine right there. Hey, I've already been doing it. You know, I know his job already. Mm-hmm. So now something my X, Y, and Z might happen to him. Now they're looking at Dukes like, shit, she already know how to do it. Let's go ahead and promote her. A lot of times that's how I've moved up too. I do the job that nobody else wanna do. Whether it's cleaning something or right. prepping something somebody don't want to prep. And I also follow behind the person job title that I want. If I want to be GM or executive chef, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be up your ass. <laughs> oh, what's that? What's that? I do that. Hey, show me how to do this. I, hey, hey. So now when you out of here, I'm next in line. Right. Right, right, right. Or by sideway, you could just call the health inspector if you're paying. Baby, I was thinking about it. And he's very, he's very homophobic. Also, and we're in Atlanta. We always go that route. He's very homophobic. I'm just saying the safety of the people. Right, we're he's very homophobic, and we're in Atlanta, and um, like we really have people come. They had this man come, and he wanted his chicken uh cut. He was like, I ain't cut no fruit chicken. I was like, what? <laughs> cut this motherfucking chicken up. <laughs> I'm gonna tell on him, but I'm not gonna tell on him because then he'll get like fire, fire, and I'd be messed up. But it's like, I don't know. Okay, so speaking of that, how the fuck I'm gonna deal with this nigga so I don't get fired or he don't get fired? So like, what? Just, I don't want to. Believe you me, I'm not this insensitive and things like that, but when it comes to my money, I am. Like, period. Mm. Like, you're not doing the job right. I know I can do it better than you. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to push you out of my way. Period. Sheesh. Period. So cut, bro. So cut. Honey, it's in the world. Ain't nobody here going to question me. Ain't nobody came up here like, hey, what you doing up here on the phone? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So cutthroat. You're right. I guess I got to be more cutthroat. Either apply for the job that you want. Or you find an environment like where I was working before, I was working where there was a lot of people. So there was always someone quitting, there's someone leaving, like you can use that to your advantage, just like he said. You shadow because six months from now you don't know, but like that person's gonna leave. And they're gonna be looking for somebody and hiring within is what they would prefer to do. But you also have to make yourself show the growth that you can make. So if it's learning how to get along better with your coworkers, because if nobody wants to take orders from you, they're not going to give that position because they're going to lose their whole staff. Mm-hmm. So you have to find some common ground so that way you can show, I can get these people to respect me and listen to me, and I'm the person that you need to hire for the job because I can get these people to listen to me and to do what I ask them to do. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, the job should be yours. Does that mean I got to do this? apply for it. Okay, so I, I guess I figured something out. Um, push that nigga out. <laughs> Be cutthroat. Yeah, I second that. 
shadow him until I push him out. And I mean, I guess I'll figure something out today. Okay, y'all. Thank y'all for helping me. Uh, Rail, Rail's at work, and I've been holding him up, but he didn't. He in charge, so he can do what he want to do. Y'all, you want people to follow you somewhere? Uh, at Chef Rail on Instagram. At Chef Rail on Instagram, he will be tagged in this. Y'all can follow him on Instagram. Portia, you want people to follow you anywhere? Follow her Pornhub. Follow her Pornhub link. Follow her Pornhub link. She's on there. <laughs> Pornhub. <laughs> Ew, disgust. But anyway, I am Dukes, and this is Figuring It Out the Podcast. Y'all know where to follow me on Instagram at Figuring It Out underscore the podcast. I am Dukes, and this is Figuring Out the Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.